1: So the Calgary Flames can win a game in overtime. I didn't know it could be done. I wasn't sure. I figured that just fuck it. Why just take take the loss? Save yourself, don't take no injuries, take the take the loss and move on. But they get an overtime victory against the Columbus Blue Jackets.
2: Their commitment to one goal games is particularly inspired. At two nothing, it felt like a way to the races, and no, nope, there's nothing easy ever. We will make you grind and sweat out the full sixty, and even potentially overtime.
1: And yes, overtime tonight.
2: And yes, we will play another one goal game. Fuck breathing room.
1: <laughs> I believe they improved to three and six. On the year in overtime games, that along with their 1-3 and three record in shootouts, they improved <laughs> to 4-9 and nine in extra time.
2: I've got good news. Uh, last yeah. I checked, the playoffs, if they can cobble enough points to get there, have no 3-on-3 three three, nor a shootout. And at 5-on-5 right? in 60-minute segments, they've done rather well.
1: Points in 19 of 25 with this win tonight. I was going to say to you, wow. what were you thinking? I'm, again, it, it's all perspective. It's half full, half empty. How is your glass? I just when when that game tying goal hey. went in the net, I was like, Jesus Christ! They're like, just burn it to the ground. Burn this thing <laughs> to the ground. You're Dude. gonna beat Tampa. You're gonna beat Tampa Bay, and then lose to Columbus, who has what do we say this morning? Three road victories in 19 road games. Apple you sport. could see up <laughs> and you know what? Um, a rare show of emotion from the coach. Yeah. They showed the bench Nazem Kadri. They celebrate. Well, oh, is always emotional, but the coach is always was like, emotional.
2: This is Haley's comment. He was fist pumping a regulation win against the last place team.
1: But okay. you remember going back to Oh four, the flames were winning playoff series and Daryl was mm-hmm. stone cold. No emotion. He was pumping his fist behind the bench. Make no mistake, this was an absolute must-win. You yeah. could not have zero or one of a possible four against the Columbus Blue Jackets. Mm-hmm. We talked about it on the other show. You have to stay with this pack of teams. You've got the other teams that are right behind. You You can catch the teams in front of you, but you're not home and cooled by any means. you got no. Nashville right behind. Colorado, we know, points percentage. St. Louis is still in that mix. You lose this one. And not only is it two or one point squandered, but you're not going to get a better opportunity to get points the rest of the way. They're 32nd in the standings in your barn. Yeah, Hats I mean, win it.
2: It's two half-to-wins in a row, and I'm sorry. It's like you can't go counting the four points with this group because nothing's come easy. It's like this team's motto. Last year's team would have found that third goal. Columbus would have been deflated at three nothing, and they coast. Uh, to an easy win. This year's club, it's just, uh, this has not been the way. Even when, you know, they're up 3-1 in St. Louis and dominating through 40 minutes, bang, bang, tie game, losing overtime. There, there's been, it's, it's really hard for this group to put things away. They get it in overtime, but it's it, everything you said about Columbus and needing two points, it all applies. There is against in Chicago. Chicago spent more time in last place than the Columbus this year. Um, You know, if Columbus can miraculously get a point or two, they might not be in last uh, by the time Thursday rolls around. You have to have, you know, at least three of four against Chicago so far and probably five of six on the season. You're right. It was a must win and get ready for another must win on Thursday against a bad team.
1: Shots are 49-25. Good to see them get a win
2: with over 40 shots.
1: It is. And it was another one of those games as I'm sitting there, I'm like, I'm going to have to talk to Pinder about this. Oh, but they had crossbars and look at how many shots they had. They're, so many shots. So, many, How about some goals? How about some finishing? How about some goals? They yeah. really do struggle to finish. I, yeah. And I, I don't even think it's because they don't have finishers. It's just around the net right now. Mm-hmm. It just, it sure seems to fight them. So it's just, you, you thank your lucky stars. You got this, you got this victory. When do we, do, do we, do we break in with the, is Tanev out long-term now, or do you want to wait for a little bit later in the show? Do we want to keep the good news rolling? Well, hey, how about, how about Manjapani? How about Dubé? Another great night for Pell, Jay Walker. Do you do want to stay with all that, or do we want to go Tanev now? Welcome to Afterburner
2: Flames win 4-3 in overtime. Oh, yeah. uh, the good news is done, and the most, the biggest takeaway from this game, after knowing the Flames did collect the mandatory two points, is Chris Tanev left after two minutes and 32 seconds and six shifts. And did not return, and you you have to worry because he's missed seven games. I'm going to let you guess how they did in those seven games. They didn't win yeah, any. It's... Sorry, I interrupted you again. Uh... Is, it,
1: is it zero? I <laughs> know zero bad. wins
2: when he's hurt, and it, it, it's not ever a good time for Chris to, to get hurt. But if you could find a way to beat Chicago, you have one game after that before the all-star break. And it's a considerable one. We don't know anything about the injury except that it looked like he took a hip to the shoulder area. And he's had lots of shoulder issues stretching back to last year's postseason. Um, and again, it might not be a shoulder at all, but it sure looked like one the way he hunched over and the way he took a hip there and a serious impact at that part of the body. Um, at least it's not eight games in the less in the next 16 nights type stuff. There's two to get to the
1: all-star break. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's got to be shoulder. Um, had his back to the play if you didn't see it in the game tonight, and it's not a dirty play at all. Just no. Robinson kind of comes in to play the body, and Tanev has turned to him, and he hits him on the back of the right shoulder. And, and you're right. You can just tell. There's, there, I'm sure guys try and mask it, but when it's a shoulder, the way your arm just hangs, just it was just hanging. So I went back, and I I tried to watch the video. Do you Because it was a torn labrum that he had in the Dallas series going back to last year. And he had that have surgery. That, that's four to six months. He had the a dislocated shoulder and the torn labrum. Now came back, I think, ahead of schedule. But still, that's if it's bad, it's surgery in four to six and that whole thing. I'm not saying this is. But I don't know it, which shoulder it was. Now, I haven't put a whole lot of sleuthing into it. Because you watch that hit when the Dallas player kind of comes down on him. You could probably uh, talk me into saying it was either one of those shoulders because he got yeah. flunked. But, man, if it's the same shoulder, no bueno.
2: Well, I, and again, like it's it doesn't look good. We'll know more probably Wednesday. Tomorrow's the poker tournament. I don't see a practice scheduled on their PR thing. Maybe they'll skate, but it, it's not in the schedule at this point, and the poker tournament is, and that wasn't earlier this morning. So I feel like they've updated tomorrow. And to be fair, you got to practice Wednesday. You probably don't need to skate tomorrow. Um, stupid Buddy Robbins' brother and his big ass right into the shoulder. His
1: huge ass. Yeah, his big ass. Throwing that big ass around. Um, as you said, he left early. So the minutes. And, and yeah. I'm always curious about how it works because as, as a defenseman, and we'll talk to Red about it, you now know. I guess you don't because you – Maybe at the first period of admission, you know he's not coming back. But as soon as you get word, he's coming back. If you see a guy leave, it's all right. we gotta. Do you start conserving energy then? How do you approach the rest of the game? Mm. Zadorov 26-46. Anderson, 28-21. twenty four oh two, 24-02. Uh, Wieger, who we'll talk about, 21-19. And then uh, Stone, 15-43. But 28-21, and there's Anderson out in the three-on-three in the o- in the overtime. Yeah. Get going. Sorry, we, we got to go. Good. So... But you could really see, in terms of Uyghur, it was a rough night for us for It was. For it was I'm not sure night. if he'll two throw two really, really
2: bad turnovers early. Oh, really bad! And again, it's on the pole. when he's on the ice, your team is outchancing their team. But the giveaways are just ten bellers or whatever you want to call. It. Like they're highlight makers. It sends guys mm-hmm. in on breakaways. It's it's not ideal at all. Um, it's a tough game for him. And to be fair, if back to the Tanev and how we got here. If you know, he's out long term. I think you get the wheels in motion on adding a defenseman over this bye week. They don't play for quite some time after the game against Seattle, like over a week, because you have to, you already have a bit of a Michael stone issue in the sense that he was great as a seven. And, it feels like he's overused a bit as a six, and that's not a shot at Michael Stone, who you know has been doing PTOS for three years. That's he's being the best Michael Stone he can be. They already wanted to add, probably, to push him down a slot on the rung on the depth chart. Um, I, I wouldn't be surprised at all if they know this is going to be four to six weeks. If if they go to market early and just find some depth, I think Zadorov and Uyghur can be a second pair. There's a whole lot of roller coaster in there with those two, but. I think Zadorov in a top four slot isn't too much for him at this point. And Uyghur can just slide to his natural right side that he's played a ton. Uh, Just not this year because Tanev's a righty, but you can't have Stone Gilbert. I really don't think you can. You can't have Stone Mackey. I don't think that's going to be great, at least not for long periods of time.
1: What worries me a little bit, and we don't know anything. We're sitting here just an hour after the game. Yeah, but I've, if if a if there's a guy that could come back or that would, it's him. And B, yes. we can see the magnitude of this game. You know what it meant to them to win this hockey game. That he yeah. didn't come back to at least yeah. try it or whatever uh, it does not bode well. I don't think. But you're right. Maybe you get through a couple games, then you got a full week off. Maybe it's not as you bad hope. It's as- a
2: sprain or something, not a something that's broken or uh, torn.
1: All right, back to the good news. Dan Bladar gets in nine zero and three in his last twelve with this victory. That's not bit of a heater. That, that that's not of no consequence. Th- that's, that's 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 a run, and he and he yeah. continues. And I didn't to, love him tonight. I uh, I don't I I I, 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 just, I still think he's just he's just solid. He's so big. There was the one play. I'm trying to remember who shot it. If it was Lioney or who it was ripped a shot and you could see his reflex to it or his reaction to it came after it had hit him. He's just so big Covered and positionally net. sound that mm. he's, he's almost a blocker at times and, and his lower body, because he's got, he's got a lot of legs and That's can cover so much net six, seven. I dig him. I, I dig do too. Him. I'm happy. I, for that him. said, if that, was, if that goal
2: that squeaks through him on the power play from the line in, yes, it's the line. If that goes in on Markstrom, what's everyone saying? Yeah, bad goal. Yeah. And so, like, let's be, let's be honest with ourselves. Just because Dan Vladar let it in doesn't mean now it's not a bad goal. And that was a big one because, okay, it's 2-1, but that was a power play goal. 2-2, the win comes out of
1: the building there. And you know what I didn't like about that sequence specifically? Well, the, pass was how the Li- zone. Was how Laine can go through the seam all the way to Goudreau and then he hires right it back for yeah. a one-timer that gets in. Yeah, you can't Guys. allow that pass. Yeah. <laughs> it's two world-class. Guys, I yeah. get that. But Jesus, get a stick in there, fellas.
2: Fellas. Yeah, 100% on that. And look, I mean, I-, I think it's unfortunate in the sense that he's in the right spot, but it just finds a little hole and sort of wiggles through but again, if Markstrom did it, we're torching the guy. So let's let's call a spade a spade. Um, his save percentage goes down tonight. Yes, he made some big saves. Gaudreau misses on the breakaway. Do you give him any credit for that on the penalty shot? Given that you know, uh, if there's not a lot to shoot at, I got to try to pick a corner, or is it he just missed? I, I don't know. Like nothing it's there. it's the same conversation we have with posts. Like, is it great that you're close, or is this not hand grenades and close doesn't count for shit? Uh, like, it, it, I don't know. We can get deep into the weeds on that stuff.
1: And now, and we said on the other show today, at least for, for me, I was a little, uh, not shocked. I was just, oh no, it's interesting that Vladar got this. Knowing that the next two games before the break are back-to-backs, you think that's so just usual territory. So, uh, and go back to the weekend, he played against that. But I don't know. I don't know. Maybe Daryl's uh, buying some stock in the Vladar. Why wouldn't home. you?
2: All he does is win. And let's go back to that game in Chicago that started that five-game road trip, what, the Sunday afternoon, late evening game. Markstrom gets pulled three and 11. Vladar comes in, shuts the door all the way until overtime. They lose four, three and OT. Vladar was great. Markstrom was not. I, I know it's not the same building and it's now three weeks ago, but I don't think Daryl's forgotten that one guy was good against Chicago and the other guy allowed three and 11. Albeit, was that a Belge you know?
1: there? Was that, was that I think the, it was uh, kind of a
2: belch. I, I, I can't hear you I mean.
1: one of these going. You want to give one of these?
2: What did I hammer? I just hammered
1: eggs and, and toast. Some, some sausage. Eggs yeah. and toast. Wow. Anyway, That's so if, time of day.
2: if you if you gave Ladar Chicago, you, you keep him hot, you played well against him. I think it's obvious you go to Markstrom in Seattle against the Kraken, which is going to be a tough one. Travel and second half of the back-to-back. Plus, they got uh, everyone's got a flight somewhere out of Seattle, I'm guessing, the next morning.
1: Yeah. And the Kraken are good.
2: Well, that too, of course. Yeah, that's they're, probably. And they're,
1: we're at that point at this now. Point. That's how good they've been. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it took them a year, but now they're the Vegas Golden Knights. That's like, oh, I guess they're good.
2: So. I looked at it after tonight's action. The Seattle Kraken lead the division by points percentage. The only reason I Vegas is too. above them is games played. Also, yeah. interestingly, in the division, the Pacific, one through five, that's by points percentage: Seattle, Vegas, Edmonton, LA, Calgary. Five points separating all those. Now, I just did points percentage points. That's idiotic. But five points is the difference between first place in the division and where Calgary's at right now. You talked about staying with this pack. It is a pack. And when we thought a month ago no one was going to reel in Vegas, we were wrong. And when we thought Vegas was going to fade away, excuse me, uh, Seattle was going to fade away, we were wrong. Although I, I think we were buying them a little more. I think we all believe that if there's a fraud in this group, it might be L.A.,
1: well, I think you do. I think well, you do.
2: they've been riding Phoenix Copley. So if you think that that's a, a goaltender that gets his team to the playoffs, buy some stock.
1: I don't, I, but I also, I don't know. Are you, are you that much more sold in Logan Thompson or Aiden Hill? Yes. Like I'm not, <laughs> I'm really, not, um, well, I shouldn't say I'm not, I guess a little bit, but uh, if there's, if there's a way to beat Vegas and if there's a flaw that might cost them this year, if I had to put money down on what I think it'll be their goaltending.
2: I just think Seattle and Vegas are better teams than LA. And what was killing no, I, LA I, was goaltending. Yeah. And then they got hot goaltending from an AHL guy for three weeks, which happens in this league. It just doesn't last in this league. Um, and you're right. It's not like Logan Thompson's a star, nor Martin Jones. But I think those teams in front of them are better than the Kings. Anyway. It's neither here nor not, there. There's yeah. five teams and five points.
1: It is. Uh, she's. Tight, But you yeah, know what they say? They're fun. all uh, they're all tight if they're built right. Isn't that what they say? Something About the like divisions? That? That's right. The Atlantic is um, built brilliantly. When was the When was the luchy oh, fight?
2: The Luch Long is when it was two two, if I'm correct.
1: That was um, that's one guy catching and one guy throwing. One guy's receiving. And it's uh, it's a little blurry here on our vid, and I don't know I love- who this young I don't know who this young man is.
2: This is Olivier. This is at eleven oh seven of the second <laughs> period, right before the Flames tie it up and just after or take the lead again, and just after Columbus tied it up at two. I that, I, 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 I love that he does this. It's not easy to do this, and it's, you see guys that get it to a point in their career and say, I don't have to do this anymore. I've done it enough. Mm-hmm. I don't have to fight the young guys. Lucha understands what that can do in a game. He's not doing that to get rich. He's made his money. He's on his last contract.
1: And he probably also understands to a certain extent, what we seen, what we feel we understand is that he is in this, he's, he's a nightly guy. He's in this, he's on this lineup card every bloody night. Mm-hmm. If he turns away from that or doesn't do that, that's kind of part of why he, you're there, and and I do give him credit because the older you get, I got to think is, the right? less the less jazzed you are about doing that. Oh, he's got to come home to two
2: kids and like explain to them why his knuckles are all, or like maybe why his face is split up, or like maybe why daddy. You know, was in the hospital. In theory, like you're putting these; these are not small men. He has um, a, a great ability to do this, and he does not shy away at all. It was like Big Earn. A lot of those fighters talked about how they wouldn't sleep the night before, and it was like massive anxiety. Big Earn just smiled, like he loved it. It's not for everyone, and uh, I, I give I give him a ton of credit. It'd be really easy to pack it in,
1: and in I terms of just were, not fighting Yeah. Him. And if you were clamoring for Luch to get taken out of the lineup, don't bet on it. No, I, I feel I, like I feel like every one of those buys him another three to five games.
2: I think the clamoring around Luch is that he's not slotted properly, and I think if Jacob Pelche continues to play well, you Let's might go eventually there. see him on that second line. If Luch is on your fourth line, the minutes are smaller and he's scrapping. I don't think a lot of people have a problem with that. Um, he he's a fine twelfth forward. It doesn't hurt you, right?
1: Now, I, let's go to the, that, the fourth line, that Jacob J, Walker Dewar, and, and Trevor Lewis. And Daryl made a comment, Trev made the comment, I guess a couple weeks ago now about how Lou Louie can Louie. serve different roles. He's your penalty killer. He does all of this and he can play with the kids as Daryl mm. kind of put it. He, it, he does look like a guy who does get a bit of a jolt, or a touch of the fountain of youth when he plays with these young guys. He did not look like an old slow veteran out there with those guys. He no. was crashing and flying around. There's a lot to like about that line. I know we all kind of want Pelche to maybe play a little bit higher, but Dewar scores mm-hmm. again on a bit of a on a bullet that fooled everybody mm-hmm. except Rick Ball by by appearance Rick, Rick was on it. Um keep, yeah, play them. Keep playing these guys. I I, I just hope that that's how this goes, that Pelche can just stay in. And if it's this for a while, then, then so be it. But he deserves to be, uh, he deserves to be playing right now. There's no, there's no two ways about it. Yeah, I agree.
2: Um, no, sorry. Are you say are you talking about Pelche as well as Luz? Yeah, no, no I, just I think Peltier. he's been really good. Peltier. Yeah. And uh, I think, um, it was interesting to see what happened at the Dome today. You know, Daryl's comments were not received well, and a lot of players came out and spoke harshly about what this is what's wrong with Daryl in 2023. But what we heard from the Dome today was that behind the scenes, it was not that story, that Daryl did compliment the young man on his NHL debut. And I'm okay with that, and we sort of hinted at that on on the main program today. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if there's this front for the media, but behind the scenes, it's, you know, more of that nurturing you know, how's your family, Daryl, that we hear about, but mm-hmm. then he doesn't show to media. Um, so I, I think there's definitely a spot for Jacob Pelche to play well and move up this lineup so much as, um, or much more than I think you're seeing in, on social media where people are like taking his words literally, which we have to acknowledge. Like those press conferences are a bit of a show.
1: Yeah. And we've, we've had our fun about guys in the past who have had, so much speed. Look how fast I am. I'm, I'm fast everywhere. I, I get here and then I get there and I get there so fast. But then what do you accomplish? Yeah. At some point, Felice is going to have to, you know, he's, he's gonna have to it. do a little bit. But sure. he's been around it and it's noticeable the the pace that he plays with. And I said it to you, I think it was today, when you've got Dubay, and even with Walker. And now Pelce in there for a team that has looked slow at times this season and will mm. no doubt over the course of the remainder of the second half, less than now, you you could do worse than having some young, energetic, quick feet in your lineup.
2: Question for you. Mm. Do you miss Kevin Rooney? <laughs>
1: You'd
2: um, forgotten about him, hadn't you?
1: I kind of forgot about him, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no,
2: this is important. And this is, I think... You know, we wonder about the GM and coach being in lockstep, and I think Daryl often bristles at other people's ideas, but I do think that it's a priority for the organization to get a look at these guys before the deadline, these young kids. they got to look at Phillips, albeit a tiny one.
0: Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
2: Getting a look at uh, Pelche, which I think has been really good. They've had a look at Walker Dewar. They've had multiple looks at Zahorna. I'm glad this is all happening. I think the GM is glad this is all happening. And I don't think Daryl's upset to have found a Walker dear, Um, amongst some of the other pieces they've had there. And okay. It took a Brett Ritchie injury and some in- incredibly pedestrian play from Kevin Rooney, who somehow got millions of dollars in a two-year deal. <laughs> but uh, I think they're better for this. And I think this was always part of the plan um, organizationally to see these guys. And to be fair to your point, these guys have added pace and that's an area where when Daryl goes super vet lineup, they
1: struggle they do struggle. And I think we saw that specifically. And was it you and I that did this show after the Colorado game?
2: Yeah. Cause or it was the, late
1: either way. It was, it was Colorado and Nashville and it just seemed like there was no way Daryl could stand behind the bench or stand at the bench and watch the team and how his team performed. Now it's on a road trip tail end, that whole thing, but they were just, they were manhandled by the speed of the Colorado avalanche. Yeah. And I, I get it's a fourth line but you gotta you just you have to get get some pace in there I've, I've liked the no you know we can we can get into the uh, the things we need to do tonight I like Tyler to um there's some bite there there were a couple of times mm-hmm. he was sticking guys and that I I don't know if he's I don't think he's frustrated because the points have been there but he was so quiet for the most part of last year, after you arrived, you had that great start and then kind of went, mm-hmm. kind of went cold. Just find a way to be involved in the game. If you're not scoring, I still, man, you wish the power play was better. They had that too many men on the ice, which wasn't too many men on the ice in the third period here on this game. And, and then the, we saw
2: on the TV, yeah,
1: jeez, that power play was, uh, today, no eh? but, um, yeah, turn the puck over. God, that first period turned it over to Johnny there. But I, I like I like watching Toffoli's game right now. He's he feels like he's determined to to make an impact. He looks he looks like a leader in a way for this team. I thought Backlund was good again tonight. Yeah in, that line again. That line again is and Maggi a couple what do you have a goal and an assist tonight? So Two assists. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, one and two. One and two. Great play on the, uh, on the uh on the on the winner. Um, do you want to toast? Do you want to buy? Yeah, a let's cell? toast. You want Just to, a, uh, a quick
2: thought before that. Like if you had to go this season on the whole, the three best forwards for this team or the most consistent, I think it's Tofoli, I think it's Backlund, and I think it's maybe Noesam's your third. Like
1: you might throw Dubey oddly into that mix. He's been kind of kind of I mean, consistent. It's sort of Caudry's been very good right I mean yeah he's, not he's going to the all-star the...
2: game but he is I, I you could make the case to Foley's been the best forward you could make the case Backland's been the best forward. I think that's been their there every night you know what you're getting from both those two guys and and there was questions about Foley coming in because it was quiet and because he was playing with Callie Yarncroke as a center you know when it mattered last year
1: yeah Caudry had that great start last year and had the goals and wasn't playing first-team power play. He wasn't playing on the top line. He had an unbelievable year in his contract year. But I think he th- – there's so many plays that he makes on the one power play. and I don't, They didn't score on it, but still, they had, the, the Blue Jackets had done a really good job of pressuring them against the, it was the left wall there. Yeah, And he and Toffoli were kind of trying to buy themselves just a little bit, just a little bit of room, a little bit of room, a little bit of room, and they managed to get it back to the point and then over, and they salvaged a bit of time there. Smart player. I mean, he's so smart. He's so good. You love the bite that he brings. It would probably, yeah. if I had to guess, I'd probably go with Caudry as far as the most consistent guy this year. Okay.
2: Yeah. Um. So, well, let's let's stay on that theme. Let's do our, uh, our cheers or toast to the game for BK Beaufort Liquor located right across from Winsport, COP, on your way out to the mountains. Make sure you stop in, grab yourself some spirits, delicious craft beers, wines, all kinds of great stuff, including that fancy tequila you like. Get some of that on the That's way right. to Jasper
1: on Thursday. Yeah, yeah, man. Uh,
2: so the cheers of the game, where, where are you leaning? What are you thinking?
1: I'm not leaning. I know exactly where I'm going. I'm going to the the mean mugging Dylan Dubé. This guy's a beast. Game winner. Now, did he get all of it? Because the one angle, it, it kind of, from the best, like, was it kind of hopping along the ice? or how It did, did it get hop, there? but
2: I thought he hammered it. Is it can both yeah. those things happen?
1: Loved it. And there was one play I've I just... His speed, I say it again. Mm-hmm. It just it's noticeable every time he's on the ice. You you can't help but notice him because he's he's involved. He's physical. Here it is, rip. Oh, it. And a, and you know what? A better celebration this time than the one because he kind of fell over and he didn't know what he was doing the other game. Huge goal. He's up to twelve now on the season. Blasted and dibs. earlier in. And earlier in this game, there was that play behind the net where he kind of got folded up and his leg got caught underneath him and he fell mm-hmm. back on it. I was like, mm-hmm. damn it. Don't don't get derailed by some fluky, dumb injury at this point. Yeah. But he came back and I think he got dinged again in, in this game. Hangs it in there. Choke
2: slam by peak is the one you're talking about. That's he right. folded up on his knee and you're like,
1: "Yeah, that didn't get called. Eh? Okay.
2: Yeah. Hmm. But no, he's playing with urgency and a lot of pace and I I think he's played with a lot of you know, dirt under his nails. He's getting in there against bigger opponents a lot. Like they, they did a great job for checking that Columbus D tonight. Mm-hmm. I know they, they were sloppy defensively. You turned and I it over probably a shit ton yeah uh, you and Maybe, I probably, yeah, but like, the shit out. It, yeah, but that, they, and it, like, he's a big part of that. You got to get your feet moving to get in there and steal a puck, knock it loose.
1: I was just going to say the thing about Dubé and maybe I'm drinking the Kool-Aid here, but I feel like it's not as though he's getting points cherry picking on a line where anybody would be getting those points. He's playing with Lindholm and Toffoli, but I think that he's a part when that line's good. He's a big reason why it's mm-hmm. not as though you just it's McDavid and whoever put anybody out with those guys. Bad comparison maybe, but I think Dubay. maybe people kind of squinted a little bit when they saw him move up onto that onto that line. I think he's done a very good job yeah. and, and deserves to be there.
0: Uh, he's my you,
1: uh, what, do, what are we doing to uh, one of these? You toast, I'll cheers. All right. Cheers. Of the game. Thanks. What are you doing? Cheers. What do you got? Who you got?
2: I'm gonna go uh Manch panic because I just thought like this is a guy we talked about had to have a better second half, and it's like get back to the dirty areas, and he's doing it all. Uh, like it still feels like this guy's snake bitten, but now the points are coming and you're noticing them all the damn time. And I also love that damn line. Him back on a Coleman are really tough to play against. I I think they complement each other so nicely, and to see him scoring from within eight feet of the crease and wreaking havoc around the net, like, I just, I'm cheers and Manj, and I think those two, they kind of come in a bundle together. If if you can get good second halves from Manj and Dubé on separate lines,
1: that's good stuff. You know what? It's not to take away from it, but if you are going to have a good second half, you're going to have to. Right. Yeah, probably. You, you, I mean, you you're, can't you're have six going goals from Manjapani. You're going
2: to need, to, was you're gonna need those
1: off. guys. And maybe you don't go on the tear or be, be at that same clip. But if you can now contribute at the pace, even that he's been the last couple of weeks here. I don't know what the breakthrough mm-hmm. was for him, but maybe it was nothing. Maybe it was just time coming around. But yeah, that line has been very good. With We have not seen a whole lot of tinkering as of late. There's been a little bit. But if only because of that line, you really can't. You got to leave those three guys together. I guess you yeah. can. Yeah. With with Manjapani, he's finally coming around. Coleman. Those three just—they just work. They just work together right now. So you got to leave them. So that's your. Uh, so ten, is...
2: ten points in his last ten games, Manj. Cheers
1: from uh, hey, your, our boy Man Deep. Not a boy, Man Deep. You know, I was out there. Uh, I was out by BK Beaufort Liquor the other day. Not open at like eight a.m. Really? Yeah, I was going to go. I get think into that's the, illegal.
2: Now that you mentioned into the sauce, <laughs> so, so they're, I mean, they're you, abiding by bylaws and restrictions set forth by the AGLC. They're, if they're, you're
1: into law-abiding citizens, I guess go and support BK Beaufort Liquor. <laughs> Just don't go at eight. eight just wedge the back door open. Put a little, one of those little, you know, <laughs> no, I think, good. The, I think the law is probably a good thing to follow. Is the law, Is it? Yeah, probably good. Yeah. No, go That'll and be, see him. Yeah. Great spot. Great spot. And y'all know where it is. Trans Canada highway, essentially right across from Canada Olympic park, wind sport by the Starbucks and the, uh, the McDonald's and clown food. Clown. Yeah. That clown, he knows how to make a burger.
2: Okay. I got another one for you. I think we've pretty oh. much touched on everything here. Um, Buy or sell is for Derek Newman with Newman Dean's real estate group with CAR. Our boy, Newman, you said it the other day, he's very tall and you don't so like tall, that, but he's wow. very nice.
1: <laughs> he's very nice, but he's too tall, too That's tall so... and slender and lean and fit. He has a good
2: shape. Yeah. So if you don't like having slender in-shape tall realtors, you might have to go elsewhere, but if you like a tall realtor who knows what he's doing, who is a pal of the show, give him a shout 403-619-661. Buy it or sell it. Dylan Dubey in the blasty uniform is a different player.
1: <laughs> it's a You're little such silly. A prick. Uh, now and i think it goes back to last year i went into the game notes and it was i didn't really but they didn't have it in today's game notes but dude scores when he gets into the old uh, whether it's the blasty from a year ago blasty this Mm -hmm. year and the uh the pedestal whatever you want to call it the reverse reverse retro retro this year to my math which is impeccable i believe in the blasty and the combined the, the mm-hmm. pedestal in the Blasty. 12 points in 10 games this year.
2: This year? Mm-hmm. Over a point per game player. That's correct. So you're buying Dylan Dubey's a different player in the Blasty uniform.
1: Mean mugging. Isn't that what he did in the. He yeah, did he did, did the LeBron. Year? Yeah. And you know what? Can that prick grow a beard? It's I, so I good. almost wanted to go back and get some because it was, it was starting to do like the, you know, like it's out to it's here a- now. It's like. Did it look that way on Saturday afternoon? That's Monday today. That? Yes. What is what kind of weird blood are you drinking? To, <laughs> are you rubbing happen- plant food in there? What the fuck, what Dylan? Is happening? <laughs> What's happening? What's going on in Cochrane? What kind of animals are you sacrificing to get that kind of uh, that kind of growth? And did you see um, what
2: uh, the Flames social team has, has done? The, it, you know, everyone's no. got a nickname, and it's it's Teapot for Toffoli, which we love. And it's <laughs> Oliver and Tilly's dad for Michael Backlund. And, you know, oh, it's Bread is Rising, or you can't, the, you know, Pain from the Grain or something like that for Matt no, nice. I, I think some of them are very fun, but you know, you try to come up with nicknames. You got to throw stuff at the wall. Some of it works, some of it doesn't. Uh-huh. Uh He's going down as Roy Kent in a lot of references, which of course is the. <laughs> he
1: does the, look like Roy Kent,
2: which is the uh, the name of the show, of course. Uh, Ted
1: Lasso. Yeah. Thank he's you. The, uh, he's he's here. the aging, He's there. The aging <laughs> football <yeah>.
2: everywhere. <laughs> yeah. It's got the beard.
1: If it's they start a... chanting that at the dome, oh. I'm all in. That's cool. uh, yeah.
2: I did family heck yeah. family
1: family not,
2: not on uh, the yeah the what the 20th when it's a two o'clock family game against Philly every other game he's there he's there he's every fucking where
1: so I'm I'm buying all of it I'm buying the Blasty I'm, God buying, bless you. I'm buying on all that the, the the vampire blood and the Roy Kent I'm buying Good.
2: It. yeah it's Derek a very Newman. serious segment for Derek Newman.
1: <laughs> I'm buying
2: I don't have it on uh, authority but I don't believe drinks uh blood or is a vampire just a good we realtor don't know if that. You need one uh, my sources suggest he's not a vampire but is low a in, good
1: realtor it's low calorie so and but from the looks of him he would be into low calorie vampire blood it's so lean why don't you call him and ask
2: uh, 403-619-666-1 or give him an email, dnewman at carrealty.ca. That's our buy it or sell it. Uh, there's been a lot of heavy stuff, and I was going to be how many points does a homestand make successful? Just fuck it. He scored in the blasty event.
1: <laughs> he did. And I yeah. and I had it on my best. A big day. one. He's wearing the blasty Dylan Dubé, anytime goal was like plus 225. Plus
2: 225.
1: The Johnny yeah, like
2: anytime that. goal was plus 200. Hit that post yeah. on the redirect. I know. I had both today. Ooh,
1: he was good tonight. Best player on the ice. Johnny, Johnny. was good. And again, disappointing. Should be here. What are you doing in Columbus? Jeez. Like, what What are you doing?
2: Man, it's just not fair to look at a team that's not getting goaltending, missing five or six regulars, and say, oh, they're obviously going to be bad for the next it's few It's
1: not about just that they're bad. It's Columbus. Yeah. What? If you're in California or New York or Florida or. That's a Nashville. lot of tax
2: until you got to Florida and Nashville.
1: Look at Johnny. Johnny on the breakaway. <laughs> Nothing there.
2: Johnny said he had him beat glove hand.
1: Yeah. That's, uh, true. Missed it. Look at these guys giving them the old...
2: Get the f- out of here.
1: them the old going. Yeah. Special teams is a
2: nightmare tonight, eh?
1: Yeah. I mean. Send it on a high note. You
2: know? Um, Chicago coming in.
1: Yeah. That's... Um, should we get high for that? No. 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 Chicago's actually... I know they're upset in Chicago because they're be pissing heater. away their their uh, lottery percentages. They've been winning hockey games. What is it, five, six in a row now? They're actually, going they lost I think to going LA
2: two one yesterday.
1: Yeah, going back to when they uh, they beat the Flames, they had a little run going there.
2: Pulling it up right now. So All last right. they they lost Sunday night to LA two one close game. Prior to that, had won six of seven. Their only loss in there at eight six loss to Seattle. Eight five, sorry, but uh, six to seven—that'll get you out to last. They can do you miss the uh, fuck
1: out on Thursday yeah, nights? Just hey, take the loss. Get back. Get back into your whole tank and that whole thing. Just take the night off.
2: They need Bedard the in Chicago.
1: Off. Don't get too yeah, cute. They, they totally got do.
2: Jackson Stauber in net these days. What? Remember, it was uh, that's got to be
1: Rob's, That's got to be Rob Staubers, kid.
2: J a x s o n Jackson Stauber. from uh, Wayzata, Minnesota.
1: Do you remember? Rob Twenty-three Stauber? years old. He was the uh, Kings goalie. Had a little run there. He was one of those guys. He played well for a little stretch. Um, before we Before we go, and I want to tell okay. you about uh, about Montana's. How they've been bringing back the uh, the viewing party. They've been trying to get everybody out. out Tonight would have been belt. a good get one. Your- Tonight would have been a great one. I bet you there would have been a few people over. Half-price a- wings. This was a Monday. It's half-price wings. Wednesday, you got the all-you-can-eat ribs. Tuesday. Taco Tuesday.
2: You don't gloss over Taco Tuesday.
1: Taco Tuesday. They announced it last week. It's the uh, it's the brand new. The introducing the comfort menu. And as part of the comfort menu at Montana's $5 Tacos with the purchase of a beverage we were there last week you had the shrimp slash fish taco yeah. it looked delightful that's right that's what i did yeah that's exactly I had that what drink did. Yeah.
2: i got my five dollar taco and i was like
1: <clears throat> that was you wiping all the hot sauce off of your jib uh i think i had the chicken and uh tan, man tan had man. the steak uh, listen awesome awesome so taco tuesdays wednesday ribs thursday every other day they got drink specials they got all kinds of stuff they're going check it out and that new comfort menu this the pot roast soup four cheese spinach that's dip cheese. smoky double beef bake oh man buttermilk fried chicken montanas.ca find the location nearest you and go and have yourself a time with montana's barbecue and bar I feel like so next yeah, next. So we'll, we're going to do one after the game against Chicago on Thursday.
2: Chicago's a Thursday, and we're off to Jasper this weekend, so we got to do a little figuring. But uh, I think I will be happy to host Thursday, and I'll let you scoot-scoot to the mountains.
1: I do love the mountains. They're calling me, if you listen.
2: I thought that was yeah, Brett's dog, but that's the mountains, yeah. okay? Yeah, he needs to go take a shit.
1: <laughs> Hang on, I'll get you in a second. All right, So I guess... Final thoughts, 4-3 overtime um, on one hand uh, was tighter than you felt it should have been. Mm-hmm. You're probably cursing this team. It's like, are you really going to piss away this lead and yep. go to overtime? It's You had to have it.
2: Nothing's ever easy. They made it way harder than it had to be. They make you want to pull your hair out, and they got two points. Move along. Style points can fuck off right now. Get real points.
1: Oh, you're right. And not to be a downer, uh, waiting patiently anxiously nervously for an update on chris tanev left the game didn't return didn't look good the whole thing changes if he is going to miss some time because you even saw
2: tonight calendar changes too
1: man and we'll talk to red about it how how your game changes within a game when you maybe have to play the side you're not used to playing and with a partner you're not used to playing with and knowing you're going to have to maybe dig in for some extra minutes. How does that affect your game? But there were some mistakes and miscues made. There were some Big open time. shots line. A missed a wide open shot in the slot. They had all kinds of chances. The Jackets could have won this thing in regulation because they got sloppy and weaker. was a bit of a carnival ride tonight, but.
2: So was the I mean, the one play I'm thinking of that dog, your last man back, just get it out.
1: Orof. Plus four. Plus four,
2: And that could be your new pairing. If Tana's missing time, that's who's going to play together. It's going to be weeks and Zad dog. Bring your birth bags. Come on,
1: Come on now. It's the Zad dog. He's having a great year. No, I, you don't replace, you don't replace not internally Chris Tano. Mm-hmm. And I shudder to think this team spending assets right now to go out and replace a guy in the trade market. You are not a lock for the playoffs by any strength of the imagination no. to give up an asset for a potential rental guy down the stretch here and then miss.
2: What would brutal. it take to get uh five, six, not talking tough for it.
1: But I, that's the thing. We don't know. Cause those are the guys that you covet. Those hard nosed defensive guys. That's how you win in the playoffs. They, those guys end up sometimes they cost you an arm and a leg. I don't know right now. Mm-hmm. We'll talk that's to right. Sarah Valley about it. But I don't know it, because you, Luke Shen. You keep hearing Luke Shen's name. Daryl yeah. likes Luke Shen. Luke Shen, that's a couple of draft picks. It's probably going to cost you a second or a third and something to get Luke Shen. That's Luke Shen. And his heavy boots. Oof. His heavy boots come with him. They go everywhere he goes.
2: You want to? You want to pair those with Michael Stones? Uh, no,
1: no, I do not.
2: He's got the 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 the, the, the boots from the. The snow shoveler in Home Alone—that that old man that trudges around carrying—yeah, those metal you know what those are?
1: Those are galoshes, I believe. Oh, those, those are, are galoshes, galoshes with the metal, the metal uh, clasps. Yeah. No, it's it's not ideal for sure. And it, look, Luke Shen a great, great guy, great leader, and all of that, but it's that's not the answer. You'd love, yeah, to have Oliver Shillington getting on a fucking plane and getting back to town. Yeah, but man, I don't. I don't have any like intel telling me that it. that's happening at all. They miss them. They do. Big win. 4-3 overtime. As you said, style points don't care. Take the win. They improve to 23-16-9. Two more games before the All-Star break. One at home against Chicago. One on the road against the Seattle Kraken.
2: Two points back, Edmonton. Games played are even three back of L.A. One game in hand. Two games to go to the all-star break. It's Thursday at home against Chicago, Friday in Seattle, go to Cabo, get some sun. We'll see you a, a week into February. Done. It's afterburn. Done.
1: See you buddies.
0: Planning for your next trip, elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway. Like European linen.